0: book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 where the Bible says this in addition to all of these the ones I just mentioned hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil so you see up front here we are dealing with the shield of faith let's just pause for a moment of, of prayer we thank you, God, that you allow us to be in this place. And now, as we have given of our songs and, and prepared to, to receive of your word today, bless us with your presence, bless us, uh, bless us with your words today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. I want to share you a, a quick story with you that uh, several years ago, when I was younger probably 10, 11 years old I was living in Reading, Pennsylvania. And in the back of the house, there was a mound of rocks, and there was a battle between kids in the neighborhood, about three or four of us. And we had this great idea. The battle was let's throw rocks at each other. (laughs) I know, dumb, right? It's like, it's one of those moments, you know, back in the day when the parents didn't want you inside the house, you go and get out of the house and, and, and go have fun and things. So I don't know what we, what we did. We, we saw that big old mound and we're just like, okay, uh, place yourself uh, around the mound, like the huge hill of, of rocks that we can't see each other. And in a count of three, let's just start throwing rocks. <laughs> so. So all of a sudden, three, two, one, and we just start throwing. And, and not just throwing, but also in the midst of the offense, there's also defense. Now, keep in mind, there was no helmet. I didn't even have a bicycle helmet or anything. No helmet, no covering uh, for the body. So I'm juking, making sure that we don't know where the rocks are coming from. And so it came upon, you know, and let me tell you something. I've always been big boned, okay? You know, my... <laughs> My mama said that I was 12 pounds when I was born, all right? So I've always been big. So I've never, I'm, this, this chubbiness right here is not just now. It's always been. So, so, so picture this as I'm getting, I'm looking at the rocks, make sure where they're coming from. I'm bending down and I'm bending down and be able to throw again. But after a while, you know, being chubby, you get tired, right? So at one point I figured, you know what? Instead of bending so much down, let me just be able to grab a whole bunch And that's when the mistake happened because I took my eyes off of the threat and off of the projectiles, and as I straightened out, here comes a rock. Poof! Right in the chest, like a big thud. And I'm like... (laughs) So what did I do? I don't know why I did this. I still remember, my sister even tells me. All of a sudden, I said I puffed out my chest. Like, I I can take this. But I was in pain. I kept on throwing and throwing and until I said, I can't do this anymore. Looking back, I wish I had a shield, even something that's similar to this. Knowing that I'm able to then throw it off all of those, uh, uh, the, not the arrows, but there were rocks coming my way. That I could be able to feel safe. That I can know that in the midst of having the shield, I'm able to also throw. Again, it wasn't a smart idea, but we were just, you know, kids. But think about it for a moment. If I thought about the shield and throwing the rocks and things, how can it help us out in our spiritual faith when those fiery arrows are coming our way? And sometimes it's those arrows that we don't know which direction they're coming from. So I want to be able to take a moment and share with you a few things regarding The shield of faith. The first one is this. Part of picking it up is in addition to anything else that you have the breastplate of righteousness, you got the belt of truth, you got the shoes of peace. According to uh, several sources, it says that the shield of faith weighed an average of 19 pounds. The weight would be more or less depending on the height and size of the soldier. The weight can even be more, especially if they found themselves in close hand-to-hand combat as they held the shield, uh, pushing off on those that were the enemy. And we're trying to push ourselves so the, the shield got heavier. The weight of pushing against the attacker, so the time spent in preparing for battle, the soldiers, the time spent to make sure that they were lifting and working out because knowing that an average of 19 pounds for the shield, can you imagine some of the time area you have to be able to stand and hold up because the arrows that are coming down from up top. But after a while, if you're not trained, you're going to start, what? It's getting heavier. It's getting heavier. And then sooner or later you may put yourself at risk because you have placed the shield down. You haven't trained for it. You haven't trained for the long run, only sometimes for the short. Other parts of the armor would protect the soldier if the shield was bypassed. Even the Roman uh, breastplate could be pierced by an arrow. But the strongest defense is the shield. It actually protects the rest of the armor. Now, shields, by their nature, are meant to be used for strategizing and for awareness and for cooperation. The attack the Apostle Paul mentions is the fiery arrows, is a common the common tactic in ancient warfare. The Roman soldier's shields were lined with a leather. And then because those shields would catch on fire because of those fiery arrows, those Roman soldiers would dip their shield in water before battle. I want you to keep that in mind, the lining of the leather and the dipping of the water of the shield for later on in this sermon. The shield is the only defensive piece of armor which can also protect other people. You see, so it's not like taking off your helmet of salvation. It's not like taking off the breastplate of righteousness. It's not about taking off your, 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 your belt of truth. But when you have this, because if you give that away to somebody else, you put yourself at risk. But here, the shield of faith is able to be protecting you and somebody else. So generally, the Roman shield was among the most effective line of defense that the Roman warriors used. Here's a picture of one. You know, there are times when the shields were linked together to create a a defensive barrier. All soldiers on the front lines crouched behind the shield while the second and third lines lifted their shields above their heads to form a roof. This was to protect themselves from any arrows or spears or any other weapons that were thrown against them. And the ones on the side, here they are protecting from the side angles or in the rear. And then there's another area where the soldiers would come and and to aid other soldiers in launching the spear attacks which simultaneously uh, repelling the enemy's uh, uh, tactics. The Apostle Paul had no further meaning in the metaphor than to suggest that faith was mightier than the mightiest attacks that will go against them. It will go also against us. Not only should we prepare to carry the shield, we must learn how to utilize it. We are God's children. The Bible tells us to put on the uh, the armor of God, and therefore we become soldiers in the midst of a spiritual battle that goes on on a daily basis. And so if we are his children, if we are uh, in in this army, then we also represent the church. So here are at least three ways that we can uh, use the shield of faith. The first one, when you pick up the shield, is that your faithful work will be seen by others. You see, when people at that time would see a Roman soldier go by, they knew that they were in full gear. They would carry their shield along. They knew that those, those soldiers were prepared. They had been trained to make sure that if they hear something or they have to go towards an attack or, or form, they were ready to go. They knew something was coming and always be prepared. Your faithful work, when we talk about that, your faithful work will be seen by others, it can be apply, uh, applied to this church as well. Folks in our community see our faith in action. They know that something is happening here at New Hanover United Methodist Church. Our church is utilized seven days a week, and sometimes some weeks are heavier uh, used than others, but it's seven days a week. They hear stories of our Christmas offering and our generosity. They hear about our desire to help and be in the community. I have spoken to people and some of you have shared from those in the community that they're excited about the North Campus and what it can do in and for our community. The second I want to share with you is that when you pick up the shield of faith, your faith can remain strong through suffering. Your faith can remain strong through suffering. That's kind of tough to be able to hear, isn't it? There are times that, you know, that we go through, through moments in life when we go through struggles, and we go through tribulations, and we go through sufferings, and we feel that we just can't go on. The scripture uh, through this Ephesians six and putting on the whole armor. The Bible is saying is that after the battle, just to be able to say that you are standing, even when you feel that you are uh, getting those arrows um, uh, your way, and 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 the, and the energy that you've given to protect yourself and to fight off anything. When you go through struggles, we can carry guilt and we can carry shame. And when we go through so much, we say things like, oh my goodness, when it rains, it pours. So I'm not the only one that usually says that to you. So that saying, when it rains and pours, when, when you feel like things are going well and then something happens, whatever that it may be, then all of a sudden something else comes a long way. Reminds us, you know, more of that mountain of that, you couldn't see where the rocks were coming from, but they were coming in different directions. And that's what I mean, like sometimes we feel like we're down and out, like we're hurting so much that we can't keep on any longer. Our shield of faith can protect us from the fiery arrows of the evil one. but Unlike other pieces of armor, The shield goes beyond our own protection, as I mentioned earlier. It can protect others while even we are suffering. Last Saturday, I officiated a memorial service at a cemetery. And it was, you know, if you remember, it was that day that it was just pouring down rain. I mean, just heavy. I got to the site. And then I saw that the people, uh, the family and friends were huddled all together under the tent that was there. And as I got out of my vehicle, I popped out my, uh, my umbrella. And then I, as I was getting closer, I realized that it was so much rain, it felt like two rivers divided the tent. And I'm thinking, man, I got to get through that. I felt like I was Jesus walking on water type of thing, you know? But no, I wasn't walking on water because as soon as I started going, I could hear one moment, my right foot, I like just sunk in. I was like, oh man. And I could see people looking at me. I'm thinking, "Uh oh, so you can hear the, (laughs) 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 I got to, I got to the tent, lovely service. At the end, as people were heading out again, they had to now go through that, uh, the rivers uh, and to go to their vehicles. And I saw the, the, the gentleman standing there. Kind of thought, you know, kind of felt that maybe he was strategizing how he was going to get to his vehicle because he didn't have the covering. So I said, Come on, come on with me. Come on with me. Let's go. And, and I'll take you with my umbrella and I'll take you over there. And I already told you, I already let, set this out. I'm a big guy. So think about an umbrella. You know, so what do I do? I bring that gentleman in. And we're just going through that, you know, slush, just going through, making all those weird sounds in our feet. And by the time that we got to his vehicle, I lift it up, you know, many of you uh, do. You? He opens up the, the, uh, the door. I lift up the uh, umbrella so that way he can get in. He closes. I put the umbrella down and head towards my vehicle. Sometimes our faith whether sometimes we're suffering or not, sometimes our faith can help somebody else get from one point to another. The third point I want to share with you this is that when you lift up that shield of faith, your faith is an example to the world. In the community of believers, cooperation, unity, and holiness are crucial. When we work in formation... We form a wall of faith, which makes the entire church safer and stronger. Look how our faith together has impacted the world. Hear me out a moment. If you didn't know this, if you are here for the very first time, this is how our church has impacted the world. It says youth care ministry in Malawi, Africa. Build a, a, a boy's orphanage. Then it was a girl's orphanage. Then an educational center that that, uh, included the science lab and the computer labs. Then we took on the Seeds of Promise, a land that was purchased to provide food for the youth care facilities and the surrounding villages. The mustard seed ministry in Malawi. Our missionaries in Tanzania, the Tumas in uh, Macha, uh, Zambia. Those are just in Africa. Africa. Then there are those that we support and, uh, through Germany and, and as well as Turkey and Puerto Rico and Colombia. Add to that all of our local missions. For example, Pottstown Cluster, Operation 143, Project Purpose, Hunting Park Academy, the Boyertown Multi Services and Salvation Army, and the list goes on and on. Our faith is being seen by others. Our faith is extending to all parts of the world, and it is a testimony of God's faith in us and His faithfulness to us. And sometimes some people say, you know what, oh, that shield of faith or whatever type of faith, it may be too much for me. It may be uh, too heavy for me to carry. But we are reminded, ladies and gentlemen, that your faith doesn't have to be big. We can start somewhere. In the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus reminds us this. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have had a faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. For nothing would be impossible. So when our circumstances of life seem overwhelming, Lean into your faith, pick up the shield of faith. Because even if we're we're suffering, even if we're in pain, we know that it's when we fall short of God's glory that God's faithfulness remains steadfast. I want to share something also is that in the midst of the scripture reference, the Bible refers to this as the fiery arrows. What do they represent? Well, it may represent several things for your life. You know, the way that it represents for you could be represented for somebody else. I mean, it has a, me, a different meaning for somebody. But it could also represent the desires of our sinful nature. Those arrows can, uh, can represent appetites and passions and wishes. Those fiery arrows can represent fear. It can represent all types of weaknesses of all sorts. The evil tempts us and can come to us without any warning, similar to when the rock hit my chest. When the fiery arrows of the evil one come your way, we can rely on God's faithfulness. The shield of faith, we are way better to try it this way than to do it on our own. Sometimes the fiery arrows of the evil one tempts us to build a wall of fear rather than to pick up our shield of faith. Now, it's a little different when I'm talking about when everybody gathers together, just like those soldiers, and they form that protective wall from the sides as well as above. But it's also important that you don't stay there. Because in any warfare, you're you're bound to know, the enemy's bound to know where you're located, and they'll throw everything at you. But it's not for us to put up those defensive shields and just remain there. The shield allows us to move. And sometimes that move we need to take in our lives is to move on. When you take up that shield of faith, move on from past hurts and pains. Take up that shield of faith to learn from the pressures, to not allow for the pressures of society to affect us to take up the shield of faith and to learn how to get over somebody, how to get over your ex, how to get over somebody that you loved at one point, and to move on with your life. To take up the shield of faith and to move on from your former job so that way you could put all your attention on the one that you have. Take up the shield of faith to move on from the bad choices that you've made Take up that shield of faith and move on from living defeated lives. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we are to pick up our shield of faith, not only hear about it, but learn how to use it, because it will be a powerful piece of armor that allows us to defend ourselves and to live day by day that God gives us. Let us pray. We thank you, God, that you allow us to be in this place and hearing about the shield of faith, of how we're able to pick it up and how to use it, but we also know that we have to train for it, that we have to know that the bigger, the, the, as, the, as the struggles come and as the experiences and the battles go, that we have those scars in our lives, but it also shows others who are looking our way when they look uh, as our shield of faith, that they know that we are remaining strong, that we are still standing, that we can pick up the shield. And it's not just for us, but it also allows us to help others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, as we prepare our hearts and our minds today to take communion Remember earlier I said to keep it in mind regarding the shield. And as we prepare to take communion, the first one is that the Roman shields were usually soaked in water before the battle so that way the fiery arrows would be quenched. So one of the things that we can do in our lives is to drench our, your shield of faith with the water of baptism. Remembering that you have been given new life through water and the Spirit. And the second part I share with you is that the Roman soldier's shield was lined with leather, and leather is affiliated with sacrifice. Let our shield of faith remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for you, for me, for all who come to him. That same Jesus, before he gave himself up, He had a meal with his disciples, and in that meal he took the bread. He gave thanks, he then broke it. And he told them, Take and eat, for this is my body broken for you. He then took the cup, he gave thanks. He gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. We've heard today about the shield of faith. we got to pick it up. we got to learn how to use it in God's faithfulness. Let us pray. We thank you, God, as we prepare our hearts and minds to receive communion today, the sacrifice that Christ did for all of us we don't deserve it but God we're so thankful that you allow us to come forward to your table as a forgiven people we remember not just a sacrifice but also a prayer that Jesus taught his disciples and we continue with that prayer today when he said our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done